Welcome back to the Bromar Show. I am your host, Bromar, and with a lot of people in social distancing or self quarantines, it is kind of weird adapting to episodes now because majority of you are stuck at work or have a different schedule. It's kind of weird adapting to a different schedule. So what I'm going to do different now is I'm going to make this episode as fun and as entertaining as possible and also include some interesting content or topics. So this now brings me to another new segment called Bromar's terrible relationship advice. And how did I come up with this? Well, I've been checking out some quote-unquote relationship experts like those who are in TED Talks or YouTubers, TV show hosts, and even social media relationship advice experts. And what I've noticed about these sort of relationship advice experts is that, first of all, They have a history of terrible relationship or people that don't follow what they preach. For example, Steve Harvey, that guy, how many marriages has he had and how many of them ended in divorce? I think a majority of them did end in divorce. And it's like, you're still out here giving relationship advice and getting married, bro. Like, I think um, it's time to, you know, not be involved in this. And then another thing I noticed is that the fan base, their followers, Majority of them are still single or have gotten divorced or they are with their quote unquote significant other, but they're not happy. (laughs) And so with this, it just created some sort of like discredibility, uh, if that's a word. But now I took matter into my own hands and decided if they really want terrible relationship advice that these experts have been giving and labeling it as good relationship advice, I decided to come straight forward and be like, hey, I actually am a person that has never been in a relationship and I'm still single. And if you want to hear horrible relationship advice that these um, relationship experts hide as good relationship advice, I went ahead and gave you the whole truth. These are things that are horrible ideas. And if you feel ballsy enough, go ahead and try them. I'm going to use the help of Stylecaster here in helping me come up with some terrible relationship advice because that's how horrible I am at giving this advice that I don't even know what terrible advice is. And the first one I want to mention is that you should go to bed angry. Yeah, go to bed angry. I know some people have said, well, I don't like going to bed angry or it's never a good idea to go to bed angry. Well, that's bullshit. You go ahead and go to bed angry. If you think about it, when was the last time you got a really, really good whooping when you were younger? And I mean, you were frustrated, you were sad, you were crying and in pain. And that's similar to what being angry is. You took a nap and it was a really good nap. Now, if you do that, if you go to bed angry, it's going to be a peaceful nap. Trust me. I've done it several times. And um, love is not enough for a relationship. In fact, you might have to put a couple of things here and there. You might have to connect with this person in which, to be fair, the best way I can put this together is play games. Look, I know people say I'm tired of the games. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of that. No, they're not. Because if you think about it, how did you manage to attract that person? Well, you had to put a little game to it. You had to have some type of game. And if you want this person to stay in the relationship, well, um, you're going to have to keep spitting out some game constantly. And that's why it is difficult to be in a relationship because you constantly have to be spitting out game even after you got the person. Think about it. It's why this person's still with you because you're constantly spitting out some game. 
Also, try to take a break from talking, and this will go hand in hand with the next one. So you don't have to text her back every five minutes or every hour. You can even like not text her back in five days. I mean, I'm speaking from a guy's point of view. I'm not sure if you do it through a woman's point of view. It's the same thing. But yeah, don't text her back every five minutes. Like, just give it like a one week break. And if she blows up your phone for not texting her back for that week, uh, just lie about it. In which that's the next tip here is that you got to lie frequently or occasionally. That's that's better. Frequently may be pushing it, but occasionally sounds like a friendlier term. <laughs> So yeah, if you don't text her back for five days, you can go ahead and lie to her and say, hey, my phone has been deactivated because I didn't pay it or I dropped my phone and it completely shattered and broke so I had to get it fixed. Do whatever you can to get yourself out of that hole, even if it means uh, digging up a bigger one. So I know it's it's horrible advice, but trust me, it, it's going to work out. And quit dreaming. Uh, to put this into better terms is if you've seen some status or post about how people only date for marriage and not for fun or casual relationships, well, that's bullshit because my personal philosophy is that nothing in this life is guaranteed, even a relationship or marriage or a family. So instead, what you do is um, you just go ahead and date for fun and have really low expectations because let's just say the next day you end up finding out that this person's really cool after you guys hooked up or something. And it's like, oh, you know what? You're actually cool to keep around. I'll go ahead and stop by later and not ghost you for like a whole week. Maybe for two or three days I'll ghost you, but hey, it's better than a whole week or month. Also try to go easy on gifts. Like don't spend exorbitant amount of money on your partner. So you don't have to get her a Louis Vuitton purse or you don't have to get him some uh, Gucci flip-flops. Honestly, bowling is usually a safe option. And if she doesn't like bowling, that's fine. Go ahead and find someone who does. Still come back to her. Just um, kind of, you know, subtly let her know that I found someone who likes bowling. So um, just heads up. (laughs) He or she might not take that well, but um, that lets her know that, hey, um, don't step out of boundaries because uh, I have someone here who likes bowling and I know you don't like bowling. Also, you don't need to be best friends. And sorry to tell you this, especially for those who are in the friend zone. Um, it's okay to not be your best friend. <laughs> and which is why she goes for the players. Because the players did not want to play the role of the best friend. And it's why she keeps coming back to them. You don't need to tell your friends and family everything. In fact, I found out that the more low-key you keep your business between you and your spouse or partner, the more likely it's going to thrive. Because you don't have everyone butting in into your business. And when shit goes out the fan, you don't have other people ruining it and making it worse. And finances do matter a lot. I know. I know. Sometimes we call them gold diggers or we call them bums, whatever the situation is. But yeah, finances are important because you got to find some way to take care of your partner. And it doesn't have to be him making six figures or her making six figures. There's some people that are doing just five at 34000 a year. And you see the wonders that they can do sometimes. It's like, yo, how do you get this nice house with 44000 a year? And it's like, ah, uh, you know, I'm just got to do some investments here and there. Just you got to manage everything to the point. Also, dirty compliments, they can do wonders. And if you think about it, it's like this. So if you compliment someone on their junk, on a guy's junk maybe, or if you just 
compliment about how nice her clit is or whatever. I mean, it's really gross, but if you really like the person, you are willing to be okay with it and you like to do that for them. And which is why guys like fall very easily in love with a woman who are really nasty in that way, if you know what I'm saying. It's like, yo, man, this is gross, but like this shows that you really like me or that you're really slutty. But either way, I love either of them. <laughs> so, you know, it keeps things interesting and exciting and lets you know that, hey, look, I know this is gross, but I'm willing to do this for you because I like you. That's the way I see it. Also, your significant other's friends and families don't have to love you, in which... I think that's good because it's like, what if you're getting intimate with your partner and it's like, well, I don't have to think about their friends and family all the time about what they said or what they suggested. And, you know, it traces back to like, you don't have to let your significant other's friends and families know about everything. Keeps them out. And really, again, it's more like a you and me against the world type thing. So... That's pretty much it what I have to give you in regards to bad relationship advice. And if you want to check out this article because it goes more into detail, you can find it in the description of the podcast. And funny part about this is there are some licensed relationship experts like psychologists. And these are people who actually studied and got PhDs. I mean, some TED Talkers do that too. They've got their own PhD, but it's like, it's just basically... A hoe with a PhD. That's what it is. <laughs> no, but these are actual people who um who researched this, put their time and effort, and did studies, and are in an actual relationship and a successful marriage. Not marriages, just one marriage. And I mean, that's all I have to pretty much give you in regards to it. And if you want to go ahead and try this terrible relationship advice and be ballsy, go ahead and do it. And let me know what you think if you do. And if you really think this is terrible relationship advice. Uh, Just go ahead and do the opposite and let me know how that works. Okay, so I really want to stray away from talking about the good old Rona here, if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) But I just could not help about this video on social media where this guy has a really interesting conspiracy about how the UK and perhaps other countries are going to handle the whole entire rona situation and you know there's some people that are making up stuff like oh well this was done so the chinese can take over the economy or yada 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 election time's coming up so we're doing this so yeah we could pick them but this guy here he has a whole different level of conspiracy theory here and perhaps this is like a new level of intelligence here also just so you know um my sister, her boyfriend's brother, works for the Ministry of Defence and one of the things that they're doing to prepare, and this won't affect London, this will be everywhere, they're basically worried that people are going to get stuck indoors without any food. So one of the things that they're doing is they're actually working on making a massive lasagna. <laughs> um, so they're actually, at the moment as we speak, they're building like the massive lasagna sheets um, and they're just going to start making the layers um, today. Uh, and then hopefully, like, obviously put the put the bolognese on and then put the sheets on top. But they're having to make the special sheets, obviously, because they've not got one big enough because they're making lasagna the size of Wembley Stadium. <laughs> 
So how they're doing it is they're actually putting the, the underground heating at Wembley. That's going to like bake the lasagna and then they're going to put the roof across. So it's like a recreate an oven. Um, and then what they're going to do is they're going to like carry that. Um, they've got loads of drones and they're going to like lift it up with the drones <laughs> and they're going to like cut off little portions and like drop them into people's houses um, just so they make sure everyone's eating still and no one dies, which is obviously quite sensible. But yeah, I think I'm looking forward to that because I do quite like lasagna as well. Yeah, fair play. <laughs> it's really interesting how he pronounces lasagna. I guess that's what made it really funny about it because us Americans, we pronounce it somewhat different. And yeah, if that really is the case, well then shoot government, get to it because we're starving and we need some lasagna. And please try to give Garfield rationable portions or a really good lasagna so that he won't eat it all because, uh, you know, your boy Garfield also loves lasagna. And, I mean, <laughs> it's within the realms of possibilities that perhaps this is what our government is planning, is to just bake this big-ass lasagna the size of Wembley Stadium. So just be on the lookout for any drones carrying... Uh, trays of mini lasagnas from that big ass lasagna they're planning to do and <laughs> i mean that's honestly all i could warn you about and yeah that's pretty much the only thing i wanted to bring up the brona about is that there's this guy who clearly has a plan on how to feed thousands of people <laughs> for all i know this could actually end world hunger or at least reduce it so Hey, let's all just get cooking to it, shall we? So still continuing with the topic of terrible relationship advice, there was this Steve Harvey video that I encountered in the morning on social media, and essentially this is what the situation was, is that he had a mother and a daughter here on the show, and the mother claims that the daughter's issue with dating is that she's not going by it in an old school way. So the daughter is like the proactive person when it comes to the dating game. Like she's making the moves, she's approaching people, talking and all that mess because she is usually working and she has a career. And then the mother is like, oh, you're doing too much. You shouldn't be doing this. You should be more old school where you should just let the man um, approach you and you don't need to do none of that. In which I disagreed 100% completely with the mother. Like it's 2020. <laughs> Like, she now has the ability to choose her own man. I mean, I'm pretty sure back in the day you could do that too, but it's more, it's easier now than it was back then. And so, Steve, what he does is, you know, I th it looks like he is agreeing with her mother. It's like, yeah, you know, you shouldn't be doing all that, in which I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, yo, can you let this woman be proactive at once? In fact, it's a lot easier for us guys because it's like, oh, cool, we're not doing all the work. She actually is carrying the conversation, and usually it it's tiring trying to carry on conversation. Uh, you ever just, this is for you fellas, you ever are like online or even in person, uh, you're trying to talk to a chick, and it's like you're just not getting nowhere, and it's just, you get bored, and you get tired, and you're just like, oh, man, you know, this, this chick is just boring, man. Like, I'm tired of carrying this damn conversation and you just you just get up and leave <laughs> or you ghost her and <laughs> i mean i'm pretty sure that this lady that was on the show is the opposite like she's always making the moves 
and it's like, yo, uh, this is this is kind of cool. And according to Steve, it's like, oh, are you in a relationship right now? Are you still single? And then it's like, yeah, she's still single. In which I'm like, hmm, Steve, that still does not prove a point that going the old school way is going to work. For all I know, it could be another underlying factor. And this is where I actually caught, in, in my theory, believe why she was single. So Steve's solution was for him to introduce several candidates to the to the daughter. And then the mother was supposed to do the choosing because apparently she's more old school and knows what to look for, etc. Yada, yada, yada. Honestly, I don't think the mother should have done it. However, the mother should have consulted her daughter and say, look, listen, like if you really, really want to fulfill in a relationship, this is what you should actually look for. And I mean, if your man that you're going for does not carry out, well you can negotiate with them which i don't know that's actually a terrible idea too don't negotiate <laughs> but you can just let them know this is what you're looking for and then he'll either hey comply or be weed himself out which totally those two are fine but i think this is where i found the route to the daughter's problem you see before steve brought in the candidates there was one thing that i noticed and she said one of the qualities about herself is is that she's kind of nerdy she likes marvel and batman is her favorite superhero in which honestly she should have specified that a little bit for all i know maybe she knows that batman is not in the marvel universe but if she wanted to make herself a little bit more appealing and perhaps like not fake she should have clarified and said that she likes Marvel and DC and Batman is one of her favorite superheroes or anti-heroes or whatever the case may be. Apparently there's subcategories for these. I didn't know that. In the end, the mother did end up picking the candidate for her and not the daughter, which I mean, it's whatever. But <laughs> and again, moral of the story is I still think Steve Harvey does give terrible relationship advice. Like honestly, if Steve was a little bit knowledgeable about the comic universe, he could have just pointed it out and said, girl, I think that's why you're single. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, uh, that's over here confusing superheroes of Marvel. I try to do the best um, Steve Harvey impersonation, but I, I can't. <laughs> Honestly, that's just my opinion. That's how I took it. But if you present something different, you can go ahead and let me know what you think. Um, but since I am a little bit in the younger realm, I would deem that maybe going by the old school way may not work, at least for her. But in other situations, it might. So you can go ahead and let me know what you think. I mean, I personally think Steve didn't give good advice. But if you think he actually did this time, you can go ahead and DM me that on my Instagram. This pretty much does it for me. So you can go ahead and subscribe to the podcast to whatever platform you are listening to, whether it be Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Google Play. And as I said before, you can also DM me any feedback or questions on my Instagram page in which you can find in the podcast description. And hopefully you stay safe, stay fun in these really interesting times. And for all I know, it could go away but it may not be the same so thanks again for listening and until next time